This podcast is produced and distributed by Biz Radio Asheville. To receive the free Biz Radio app, just text the word Asheville to 36260. That's Asheville to 36260. With the app, you can easily enjoy this program and other local programming podcasts on demand. I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Today with me is Stephanie Kissel with Supportedly. Stephanie is the co-founder and COO of Supportedly, an online business portal that exists to help the everyday entrepreneurs start and grow their business with confidence by providing how-to training, answers, and advice on demand, quality support, and local connections. In addition to content created in-house by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs, Supportedly also works closely with community colleges and small business centers across North Carolina to empower local entrepreneurs and small businesses by connecting them with support providers, essential business training, and one another. Their most recent success, Startup Cleveland, which is tied to Cleveland Community College's Small Business Center, launched mid-October and is one of 10 similar initiatives launching throughout Western North Carolina this year. I brought Stephanie here today to talk specifically about tips for how to overcome the fear of getting started as an entrepreneur, which so many artists and creative innovators struggle with. So, Stephanie, thanks for being here. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Joanna. It's great to be here today. It really, really is. You and I have a a fun path of crossing many paths and many entrepreneurial sectors, and we've just always really hit it off and sharing resources and supporting the entrepreneurial community. Yes, absolutely. It's 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 a joy to be be talking with you again about this. Yay! Well, why don't you you know flesh out anything that I just said about supportedly or any other major adventures um, that you guys are engaging in right now, and then we can go a little more deep into sort of imposter syndrome and the fear of getting started. Absolutely. So sure. So supportedly is, as you said, for the everyday entrepreneur, um, where we we focus on and our mission is to help them start and grow their businesses. Uh, where our focus currently is how to training, answering um, and providing advice on demand for the question, the burning questions that entrepreneurs have mm-hmm. um, and supporting their local connections. And we are doing that through supportedly and our startup program. So you mentioned Startup Cleveland. And we also have, we're launching, we'll have 10 launched by the end of this year. So in 2020, we'll have 10 of our pilot programs launched in partnership with community colleges and with the John and Belk Endowment. Um, So Asheville has one of their own as well. um, That's Startup Asheville. And um, you can go there to see um, stories from entrepreneurs. On-demand training is available. That's super, super um, easy to digest. Um, and take in. And that's, you know, that goes for any type of like when we say everyday entrepreneur, it's really geared towards any entrepreneurs who are looking to start and grow their business. So that applies to the creatives as well. Of course it does. I'm super curious for you to explain a little bit more of what what this on demand aspect is like. I mean, that is so popular right now being able Mm -hmm. to have just learning whenever you need and want. I'm curious what that looks like for you guys. Absolutely. So for any of our schools that are regions that are tied to a school, so any of these 10 pilot schools, that on-demand training, that's free training that you can go um, to supportedly.com and find your your local 
um, connection there. So your local startup program, mm. register for the, for the courses and they are free and we make them super, super easy to digest and get through because entrepreneurs are very, very busy, yeah. um, as we know, and their time is valuable. So we want to make the, the training very actionable, um, and have entrepreneurs really a, have a place to go where they can get high level quick training that's easy to digest. So and to take it one step at a time, right? Not to like learn all of business planning, oh, especially for creatives and entrepreneurs who, like you said, are so busy when they're ready to learn digital marketing pieces. They want to learn that one thing when they're ready to sit, sit down and do their budget. They need to learn that one thing. So I just think that is so cool that you guys are doing that right now. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And there are some wonderful programs out there that have more extended learning courses if right. you want to do deep dives and and really like work with someone to build out a, a fully fleshed out business plan but if you're looking to do like a one page business description if you to to really get your business idea on paper in one page we we have a course for that um, oh. we have a we have a module that walks you right through that so you can come away with the ability to describe and pitch your business in a way that's really cohesive and organized. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on here because again, especially the creative entrepreneurs I have found in working with them for years, they're almost never ready to take a six week business course or to consider going to school for it. So this is actually one of the biggest tools I imagine is your recommendations for how to get started is find something you're interested in understanding better about business and learn that one skill first and take it little bite by little bite, right? Absolutely, Joanna. And that's a great point. We've had this conversation before as well. Um, creative entrepreneurs, we tend to think that, oh, you know, they, they, they're creative, so they should shy away from, you know, the business aspect, or that's not something that um, is readily, you know, available for them to understand, but that's exactly what they need to get their creative endeavor going, um, is that fundamental knowledge of starting and growing your business. So absolutely anyone, and I, I've heard before, I've talked to creative entrepreneurs, in fact, recently have said, well, you know, I just don't think, um, understanding my, you know, my doing customer discovery and understanding my voice of the customer, or what my customer wants is important or that's not relevant for what I'm working on and trying to do. And I think, you know, it's, it's relevant for any entrepreneur mm -hmm. who is working to start a business um, is really understanding those types of things about their business. And giving yourself the freedom to know that your niche is different, right? When I talk yeah. to a musician about businesses, we don't talk about customer discovery. We talk about finding fans, right? Yes, like, exactly. I love that. Yeah. Thing. But I also really wanted to bring the point that I bet you speak to, too, that creative entrepreneurs doesn't mean you're necessarily an artist professional, that there are so many entrepreneurs nowadays who are really innovative and building really unique businesses, very different to how traditional corporate businesses were done or even small businesses. And that's truly innovative and really creative. And so using your creative brain in business is like a super secret, in my opinion. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we, um, I talk often about my, my, my passion is, is operations. So I get super, super nerdy about the processes and that sort of thing that go into building scalable businesses. Um, but really I think of it as creative operations. I love to get creative because every business has different needs and certainly there are frameworks that might apply to businesses across the board, but, but, when you're building your business and you have your team and it's very, very unique to you, 
you got to get a little bit creative about the operation. So oh, I, I definitely do like to think of, you know, think of that aspect of what I do as a certain level of creativity. It might not be artistic creativity, but it is, it does have a level of creativity to it. And this is, this is such an important thing for my artists and creatives to hear loud and clear. And I love having you get in front of those artists for that exact reason. You're creative yourself. You dabble. You, you are someone who is able to take that both parts of your brain and make them work really well together. And it's a really beautiful example um, for creatives. I mean, myself, I hated operations. I hated numbers. I hated all of that forever. And when I challenged my own mindset on that, and you were a huge part of supporting me in some of those things, I was able to be way more successful. And so a lot of it too, is just really tackling your own mindset, your own fears, your own limits, the world that has told you you're an imposter, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's such a good point too, is it's, you know, because you don't, we, we talk a lot about imposter syndrome and be, just because you don't understand something about business or understand something about the work that you're trying to do doesn't make you an imposter for being there. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes you, that, that gives you something to learn that, you yeah. know, that's, that's, you know, the difference between, I think part of the, the, what has, I have a pet peeve and that pet peeve is the, the term fake it till you make it. Um, <laughs> I think we have taken that too far. Yeah. Um, and I think that whole idea, that concept of faking it till you make it and just, you know, like saying that you are a graphic designer or saying mm-hmm. that you do and, and not really having the background in it. And that sort of thing puts pressure on all of us to, to say that, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, really, really good at this. And I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not okay with saying, you know, I have more to learn. Absolutely. Oh my God. I literally have goosebumps, like being able to (laughs) attack that right on the head and challenging people to be really authentic. You know, a creative entrepreneur doesn't necessarily mean that you are the best marketer or you're the best operations person, but it does mean you spent years cultivating a skill. So lead with that. I am really good at connecting people. I'm really good at event production. I'm really good at painting and I'm learning the marketing side, right? That's how you can not feel like an imposter is to be really authentic with yourself and at what levels you're an expert and at what levels you're a beginner and all of that is okay. Absolutely. And not being afraid to raise your hand and say, Hey, I need help with this. Oh, because yeah. Yeah. the bottom line in business is none of us have all the answers. Yeah. Um, you know, when we're, when we're working to build our business, whether it's as a solopreneur or with a team, none of us have all the answers. And that's, you know, we have to reach out and, and ask for those resources and help that's available to us. Um, to build out those areas that may be the things that we consider our weaker spots. Mm. It's funny. It's it's almost a little uh, ironic to me sometimes watching artists sort of hold themselves back from business planning. And when I can sort of bring the concept of, well, how long did you sit in front of that piano and learn that piano? Or how long did you spend writing to learn how to be a better writer? That's mm-hmm. just what you're doing. And it's, it gets again, it's just so much about that mentality and our society nowadays really has separated artists and don't necessarily put them in the entrepreneurial bucket, which is part of why I'm doing this whole show, right? I am 
making a show for creatives on biz radio, which is not necessarily the platform they're going to immediately run and jump to. But if I can get more and more of them here to listen, to listen to you, to hear these actually really simple startup resources, they can type in their, you know, phones at 2 a.m. if they want, whenever they're ready to accept that it's here for them. And that's just Mm -hmm. so powerful. So man, I'm so excited. What else is going on for you guys over there? You said there was much bigger growth outside of Western North Carolina too, right? Oh, there's absolutely, there is, there's growth all over the state. There are lots of, um, lots of opportunities and a tremendous amount of support. As we know, you know, we kind of all got flipped on our heads six months ago um, with COVID, like without a doubt, everyone's life has changed to varying degrees. And it's been really heartening to see all of the support that's become available and and is continuing to be available for entrepreneurs, whether they're creative entrepreneurs or otherwise, um, throughout this state. Um, and I did, I wanted to go back and mention before I forget to Joanna, mm-hmm. um, one of a great support program for entrepreneurs, they have a, um, an accelerator program is the center for creative economy in yeah. the triad region. And they have, they have great examples of of entrepreneurs and businesses that are creative endeavors that are not necessarily artistic endeavors as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, they have a, uh, an accelerator that people have traveled. I, I want to say even as far as maybe California, I know they travel out of state to come participate in the accelerator. And I believe they are pushing that to be an online accelerator now too. So mm-hmm. those are the types of programs that are, there are support programs all over the state that are specifically geared towards creatives. But I would also say don't count out um, the, the, the support that's available that maybe not necessarily is specifically geared towards creatives. I mean, mm-hmm. if we look at the Western Women's Business Center, we look at the Small Business Center at AB Tech, um, and every community college has a small business center. And yeah. those resources are free and available to entrepreneurs, um, no matter what your endeavor is. Right. You know, can we break down for my creative entrepreneurs who probably don't understand some of these terms sometimes what an accelerator really looks like or some of the different ways that uh, business coursing in a more in-depth way looks like that when we hear the term accelerator, we're all like, oh, yeah, we've done it. We've been there. But what does that mean? (laughs) So absolutely. So an accelerator is typically a cohort based program and cohort meaning multiple businesses in one group would go through an accelerator program. And that's typically, they vary in length. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I'm not going to say like an average, but they they vary in length from, from weeks to months. Um, and it's usually pretty intensive and there's a tremendous amount of support, whether they're in person or now, of course, a lot of those are are online. Um, they can be very intensive work with mentors and advisors, um, many of them end with um, pitches where you actually pitch for whether that's a, a prize or funding um, to move on. So, so they are, they have varying degrees of, um, of the type of support that they provide, but generally speaking, an accelerator is meant to help you take some leaps forward yeah. in the business that you're building. And to do um, it as in a group of people too, right? To have yes. like partners that are mentoring you to have other businesses. Sometimes it's very focused on walk specific, that yeah. yeah. Sometimes and it's specific sectors and other times mm-hmm. it's like a cross sector too. So I really, I think that 
bringing that term to the creative sector and having them understand that you can take your art business into mm. an accelerator program and cross pollinate with other businesses and learn so much that way. And it's a, it's a more modern way than, than going to school is per se. And so I just really thought, let's dive into that for a sec. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> In fact, isn't that how we met? Wasn't it the Hatch, this accelerator or pitch? That was actually a, that was a weekend pitch competition. So right. that wasn't necessarily That's an right. accelerator, but yeah, that was, that was a weekend, weekend um, business building or business planning and pitch competition. And that one was, gosh, was it three years ago at this point? I don't even know. I think but it was. <laughs> I, I remember that one of the businesses that made it to the top three, I believe, was a really creative business. It was about making, what was it? I forget, creative makers. And it was about allowing them to show up at other places, breweries and things like that, and have yoga events and just have a house for it, similar to how Supportedly was. And instead of each individual business having to promote themselves, it was a collaboration saying, here are all the creative arts programs going on, come and, and get involved. And it was so cool to watch them really use the business tactic practices to really push forward a creative innovative idea oh absolutely absolutely that's always exciting to watch and that's in part too i mean you mentioned covid and it's going to impact us for a really long time the mm -hmm. innovation that is needed right now in business mm -hmm. i mean how when's the last time you were able to go out and see a show or hug someone or you know do normal things a lot of the businesses are having to really pivot and, and need that support and reaching out. Absolutely. And it's been, you know, it's, it's of course a mixed bag of emotions when we were talking about mm. the effects of COVID on our lives and our business lives. Um, it's been very heartening to see companies, to see um, performance groups do quick, quick pivots. I'm a huge fan of the moth storytelling. Um, and Wait, what is that? How do I not even know this? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to check out the moth online. Um, it is a storytelling. I, they have a podcast now, um, but it started with just the art of our, our, our not lost art, but the, the art of storytelling and how mm -hmm. um, we as humans, it's such a huge way to connect um, as storytellers and telling each other about life experiences. So they started recording um, stories and then they they have it on stage they used to have it on stage at the moth light here in town oh. um, so that is and it's, it's become quite a it's an international organization now but they moved very quickly to push all of their shows online and of course it's not exactly the same because there isn't an audience that you're laughing along with or crying along with mm -hmm. um, while individuals are telling their stories but it was it was great to see them move so quickly to a place where they could continue um, that outreach and, and continue that connection. Um, and it's, we, you know, we've seen that with, you know, lots of businesses are doing that as well by, um, or support organizations by moving things online to continue to support entrepreneurs and that sort of thing. So there's been, of course, you know, like I said, a mixed bag of emotions with, sure. with how COVID has affected us all. Um, but then seeing people come together and seeing, the pivots that people are taking to help continue to support has been been pretty exceptional and heartening throughout the process. And you know, it's so powerful that organizations like yours 
didn't necessarily have to get their start right now, that you already knew that one of the ways to connect us globally was staying on trend in the digital world. You know, I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of businesses nowadays, I mean, even before COVID hit, we're really transitioning online. Biz radio is mm -hmm. now online. I mean, these are just the trends that were occurring. And so it's really powerful to watch the businesses who were already taking the innovation kind of literally be some of the leaders right now and then watching everybody else start to really fold under that and pivot as well too. Um, I also wanted to bring up the point you were talking about storytelling and I love mm -hmm. that concept in so many ways. And I think for creative entrepreneurs, storytelling feels very much like the arts and it is. But when I teach marketing, which I do a lot right now at the Women's Business Center, that's mm -hmm. so much what we talk about. We talk about making sure your story is being told in an effective way, and then you pepper in the marketing, which is really what they call call to action, which is just saying, hey, buy what I have, right? So you have good storytelling and you tell people what you have, you have taken this creative art and turned it into what people refer to as marketing and spend millions of dollars on every year. You know? Absolutely. If you know, we I point back to that 60 second pitch or elevator pitch. You have to be able to say, who is this for? What problem am I trying to solve and how does it solve that problem? And that's, that's part of your story. I mean, that's a, that's the 60 second version of your story, why yeah. you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not, you know, very few of us are in this because we're selling widgets for the sake of selling widgets. Um, we're <laughs> no, trying actually we're trying none to of my people problem. I know are on that <laughs> level. And that's what I love too is the old school mentality of that 60 second pitch is is important. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. But it's also a little antiquated because we don't have to just talk to someone nowadays. We can invite them to yeah. our social media where they can pick up every little piece of that story in their own way that feels like a conversation, that feels like a story. Yeah. And man, it's so cool to watch that trend change. I, I just, the old school ad mentality really is one of my pet peeves having worked in marketing. <laughs> And so I oh, love, sure. yeah, I love yeah. pushing the creative industry to, to really help them realize like you actually understand marketing better than most people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're getting pretty close to the end. I'm kind of curious. I forget what exactly your creative art was. Remind me before we wrap it up today. <laughs> Fiber arts and macrame. That's right. <laughs> I knew it was something really fun. I'll have to see some of your artwork coming up soon. Absolutely. Well, I've been shockingly remiss as, as far as I've been home for six months now, and I don't think I've done a thing with it. So. It's honestly insane how people can be at home and working more than they ever have. I've been lucky to yes. work at home for almost 10 years, so I've been really good at keeping a good balance, but... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, Stephanie, I am so thankful to have you here. Well, I kind of want to wrap up and I want to have you offer any websites or specific web resources you want to send people to um, to check in with you or anyone else you recommend right now. Absolutely. So if you are in um, the Asheville area, startupavl.com will take you directly to this Startup Asheville program. Um, and that's where you can find the on-demand training that we discussed, as well as some connections to our local ecosystem. Um, and then if you're not here in the Asheville area, supportedly.com has a list of all of the uh, startup programs that are live now um, and the ones that are coming just around the corner that we're working on launching. So you can find your program there. Man, I'm so excited for what's coming for y'all. And thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm just... 
I have so much love for you, girl. <laughs> oh, you too. Thanks for having me. And thanks for everything you're doing for us. Thanks. And as always, I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thanks so much for tuning in, and please connect with me by email at genuinelyjph at gmail.com or on Instagram at jph.creative with show suggestions or any questions you may have. Stay creative! Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.